Welcome to the Dare to Dream podcast, a podcast for people who want to get the absolute most out of themselves and who dare to dream big. On each episode, we bring you what's inspiring, helping, and motivating us as we navigate this grand adventure called life. Platform nine and three quarters. Here we go. Self-love. Self-love. Yeah, I think, you know, that's the most important thing because at the end of the day, like, this is what I said Guru was saying in the... uh, he sat down with Aubrey Marcus. It was pretty epic conversation. Do you know Sad Guru, this guy? I've just seen his YouTube videos. He was with Aubrey Marcus. With Aubrey Marcus, they're sitting like 15 feet apart. So Guru's just got these epic golden shades on. He's like a big motorcyclist. Wow. And he's yeah Indian mystic. And I'm just like, how does this guy turn everything into like just such an enlightening way of looking at life? And it is really inspiring. Because he does say, like, you, you have one option to kind of turn everything. You Like, we, our reality comes from what we feel inside. Our reality is created in our head alone. And, like, every situation we're in can either be a beautiful situation. Like, what are you learning? How are you growing? How are you learning to just let go of control by controlling the environment? Or are you going to, like, see it as... The worst thing that could happen to you are you going to see the the negative side of the situation and you know it's easier said than done but i just thought it was fascinating that he's like if you if you love yourself and you love the world and you look at you know nature and you just if everything's just beautiful then that's your reality so that's super true and i do feel like in today's society myself included it is easy to suffer from a lack of self-love just be constantly comparing yourself to the people you see on Instagram or the people you read about in the news, everyone seems to have it more figured out than you. But then you realize that you're only seeing the curated, like behind the screen version of them. And even us before, like we've been talking about stuff and I'll be talking about my morning routine and this is what I do, this is what I do. And then in the back of the mind, I'm like, dang, like I've been off my morning routine for like a week and this is what I'm talking about. And I've always wondered when people go on podcasts or they're really famous for like a certain piece of research they're doing and they have to, you know, talk about it again and again and again for months, if they ever feel like they're kind of an imposter syndrome type thing, because maybe that day they didn't live by the the philosophy that they're preaching or something like that. Dude, I love that. Yeah. That's such a great point. Um, it's like, that's exactly what Sean Stevenson was saying and and eat smarter. He's like, like exactly on this point. Self-love means, you know, it's like a, he talks about a before and after picture with like dieting. Sean Stevenson, shout out. Just like my, such an inspiration. Um, this book, Eat Smarter, is just amazing about just how food is our natural medicine. And he's talking about like at the end, just, you know, the journey of self-love, like before and after picture. We see that like maybe on Instagram or social media. And it's like, that's that's the curated picture of our life, like the, the after maybe, but you can still love like the before picture too. Like that person is amazing in so many ways and they're trying the best with what they know, with what they have and we're all just doing our best and that person deserves love too. Like it's not, we see like the black and white of the before and after and like dieting photos and stuff. But then you also hear the stories of like, you know, I lost as more weight than I've could imagine and I'm even more miserable than before like so yeah, it is about self-love because then you could turn any situation into a beautiful one and you into your favor and 
those are like the biggest moments of growth is like, you know, trying to see every situation as, as potential benefit to you. Yeah. Just loving yourself in the present moment and not waiting for that before, before or after. Yeah. Deal. Like when I, when I get this, I'll be happy. It's like the after. Yeah. Oh, we can, we can go there in a <laughs> sec. That reminds me of a, uh, like an old Buddhist quote, story, fable type thing. It's just a quote, just essentially, uh, before enlightenment, chop wood, carry water. After enlightenment, chop wood, carry water. Just saying, like, you can do the exact same thing before and after, but how you interact with the world and how you feel about yourself changes everything, right? Yes. Like, you can literally do, have the same exact day, but if you have one day where you're like, hey, I, I like myself, like, I'm doing good today, like, it's a beautiful day out. I'm hitting all my goals, like I feel confident. It's fantastic. And then you can have that same day and just be beating yourself up the whole time for some reason. 100%. Yeah, it's about finding the peace, I guess, between like the peaks and the valleys of life and learning how to love yourself through it all. And back to what you were saying about like, you know, we see the best versions of ourselves on Instagram and that's what we like show the world and we compare ourselves. Why is it so hard to like, see other people and that they're seemingly having success and then get down on ourselves when we, you know, we're striving, we're all doing our best and like striving to be good. And, um, but then, yeah, it's totally the days where like, you know, I feel like I didn't give my all either. And like, we, I get down on myself and same thing with you. But like, if you can just be joyful through it all, like there's no reason to be getting down on yourself when you are, end of the day it's just crazy how we're always speaking to ourselves always always but wow this is gonna be for life like this feel this is what what's happening right now is for the rest of my life and sometimes that i mean more often than not that realization is awesome it's like wow i got better it's like what matthew mcconaughey said i better learn to like this person i'm going out to the desert for 10 days day seven i'm not loving him so much takes about 10 days but yeah you're you know could be your best best friend greatest ally is your own mind so how do you do that how do you love yourself is that it time is spent alone you just kind of put yourself out there in the arena and you you sit with yourself until you can stomach it or what is that like what do you think it's a great question you know i don't know if there's a right answer it's definitely not a right answer but i don't know if there's one single answer there definitely is not yeah what was it like on your trip because that's what that's what matthew mcconaughey was talking about going on that solo trip where you know first (laughs) seven days in you're really sick of yourself yeah and then you slowly kind of come to terms and see all the things you love about yourself the things that you can improve what was it like on your trip like did you have any days where you were just like what am am i doing out here all alone i did Yes, like half of the time I was just thinking in my head, I'm like, what am I really doing out here? Like, you know, I'm having epic times, like such an adventure, but I was like trying to boil it down to a real reason. And like, I have all the journal entries and stuff. It's like what I'm turning my book into. And it's like half of it's like, you know, what are you, what's the real purpose of this? Like, are, it's easy to compare yourself to others are you doing it to seem a certain way in the eyes of others like are you trying to prove something then other times it's like no i know what i'm doing this for and what i found it's like nature is just the most 
it's the easiest way to like simplify life. That's what I kind of real like been realizing because you don't have to like you don't have to force anything, and it just makes you think bigger. Like that's what I was thinking about today. Just when we take ourselves out of like the the individual for a moment, just like try to see the grand scheme of it all from like a, a larger perspective, then it really becomes more like what am I gonna use my energy focusing on that I'm on like this rock doing my best connecting with other human beings or the individual like challenges we face every day it's crazy <laughs> you're a ghost yeah piloting a meat covered skeleton that's it on a giant rock hurtling through space at 65,000 miles per hour and yet we're going to care about the person who cut us off in traffic or how many likes our Instagram post is getting. It's insane. And that's why, like, I think Jordan Peterson is so interesting. I've been watching his, like, biblical series, the lectures. Yeah. Dude, I think it's the same as the podcast. Mm-hmm. Do you hear that? I, I think so. It? Yeah, it's insane. He, he's brilliant. Just thinking, like, because there is that perspective of, like, we are just a, a speck in the speck of the great spec (laughs) (laughs) well put (laughs) and we could see ourselves as like so meaningless but also like the world inside of each of us is so is just as complex as whatever else is going on so like that's where i think the idea of religion like having to believe in something greater comes from it's like how do we explain this that i like have these this insane by insane i just mean wild <laughs> circumstances happening inside of us every day and like with the navigate life and like so why not just try to make it all freaking beautiful and that's the thing is we have so much control over our experience no matter what you're doing if you have the right mindset about it you can enjoy it we were talking about this the other night uh, one of our good buddies trevor was telling us to watch this alan watts video which is all about just finding joy and enjoyment in what you're doing and he kind of combined two different things. One was just, you can only exist in the present moment, but the other one was just enjoy what you're doing. And he talks about the next time you're washing the dishes, just wash one dish. That's all you ever have to do is just wash the single dish, right? Yeah. You're washing that dish, soap is flying everywhere, you're having it. a good time. It's the best time. You're singing, you're whistling, and that dish, you finish it, you put it aside, and then you just have one dish to wash again. That's it. And you can really, like, I did that the other day. I had so much fun washing dishes. It sounds, it sounds ridiculous, but just really, like, focusing on everything you're feeling and the warm water on your hands, the soap on the little scrub brush just <laughs> flying across the plate. <laughs> totally. I, like, I think it relates to just, like, enjoying. I've been, like, enjoying the time in the grocery store. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm like, you know what? Why, like, rush this? If you got the time, I'm like looking at things and reading labels. <laughs> like, I might as well enjoy this. What are you learning? I'm just looking for wholesome ingredients. Yeah. No high fructose corn syrup. There we go. Uh, yeah, natural ingredients. I mean, eat smarter. I can't say enough about it. It's just like, it's fascinating because it's not, it's not just focused on one single diet. It's like, how can I make health and longevity just my main priority? Because all foods, all natural foods have benefits to them they're all you know if we've been eating them forever like I mean, i'm no nutritionist i'll say it again but <laughs> there's gotta be something to it 
and just like what we've done by artificializing food. I don't know if that's a word. It but, is now. <laughs> and mass production, it's, uh, yeah, the processed food is what gets you. So I'm learning just to have fun in there, to look people in the eye and say hello. Yeah. It's not easy, but I'm trying. Just mumble hello through the mask. Yeah, hello. Yeah. That's the toughest thing. It's the mask. It's tough. Seeing through the mask. But people are really craving that connection. Like I've noticed if you're in a grocery store and you make conversation with one person, like you say one thing to one person, like people around you, like look over and want to like jump in the conversation. Feed off the energy. And if they see one person doing it, they're more likely to go talk to someone in their line. Yeah. You can just kind of pay that forward. How do you do it? How do you, we, you know, we've talked about this before. Just how do you get yourself to speak what's on your mind? Like when something like, yeah, when you want to, I actually did it today. I was proud of myself. Check out line at the grocery store. Uh, I like the girl had a nice, like, I think her name was Nadora. N-D-O-R-A. And I said, that's a nice name. Nice. I thought it. I'm like, say it. Easy. So that's, that's the goal. Trying to make that more of a normal thing. So gets back to you know making every moment beautiful trying to enjoy everything we do i had a similar experience the other night i was honestly for one reason or another i just wanted to get out of the house and actually like be out in the physical world and i was looking for a whiteboard calendar and i knew i could order it on amazon but i was like screw it i'm going to staples and so i hop in my car and i drive to staples and first of all i'm the only one in staples how the hell are they still open (laughs) Everything's $10, $15 more than the exact same product on Amazon. Well, that's so, the reason. Staples, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry, but you're done. Your stonks are tanking. Your stonks are plummeting downwards. <laughs> Skyrocketing down. downwards. Skyrocketing straight. But I'm the only person in the store. I got asked like six by six different people if I needed help with anything, which was like, they were super nice, but plus. <laughs> very desperate vibes. And I bought a pen <laughs> instead of a whiteboard because it was too expensive and I ordered it on Amazon. But I'm checking out and the the girl has green hair and, you know, she's, she's pretty cute. And so I, I, I made a conscious effort to have a conversation with her about her green hair. And we just had like a seven minute conversation about the different colors that she's dyed it, like how long it's going to last, why she did it. And it was just like such a special moment of what could have been a very ordinary and mundane experience of going to Staples or like you're saying, just going to the grocery store. But we have this control. We have the ability to influence how these interactions go by just making a conversation, just saying something, even if it's something dumb, like, hey, I like your green hair. I mean, that's the only thing we can do, Yeah, you know, just dive in. And do you think like, do you think loving yourself more, it, it translates to being able to, you know, love the world more? Oh, 100%. 100%. Because when you love yourself... You aren't worried about looking dumb or what other people are going to think about you, right? If you truly love yourself, you're so willing to put yourself out there and even make a fool of yourself because you can laugh at yourself and you can just kind of enjoy the moment with them, right? It's not like a zero-sum game. I'm trying to win this conversation or something. You're just like, hey, I'm, I'm a human being. I just want to say hello. I'm diving in. Yeah. And I'm willing to make a mistake or look foolish. Yeah. But... The goal isn't to not look foolish. That should be the goal. That should be the goal. <laughs> look foolish as much as you can. You might learn That's something. That's right. The goal isn't not to not look foolish. It's to look foolish. Yeah. That's a great point. 
Love it. So back to your trip. I'm very curious. Were you talking to yourself on this trip? Oh, yeah. Just like out loud? <laughs> You're nuts. What are, you, <laughs> what are you really doing here? <laughs> Just echoing through the forest. Uh, you know, not, not too much. There was some self-talk going on. Yeah. Some chatter. Um, but honestly, that's what brought me to the pre- present moment was like, and why I, you know, did love it so much is just like being out there in the elements, just standing in the rain and being like, nothing really matters. Anybody could do this. Just be out in nature and just like marvel at the world. That's what I love about it. It's like, it doesn't cost anything. It's, and it's just, it's hard to even describe. It's like the, the meaning behind just watching the world exist and being able to sit there. But I think you have to get to a point where you're okay with your own thoughts and like you're willing to sit with yourself for a while, which is something to work at for sure. And like that's part of the reason for going. It's like I'm trying to figure out purpose and the direct direction my life is going and it's like being in nature just provides perspective. It's like you can really just sit in the moment and not have to worry so much about it because if you surrender and I was just like, this will genuinely like make me happy. And if you're doing that, gotta be doing something right. Can't be the worst thing in the world. It's kind of like the Sheryl Crow song. If it makes you happy, I love this. Can't be that bad. Singing on two podcasts in a row. That's right. I'm gonna make it a normal thing. (laughs) A new album coming out soon on Spotify. Yes, Um, Sheryl Crow. Yeah, when you're in nature, whenever I'm in nature too, it's just like simplify like that's the message that i always get when i'm in nature i just like am so happy and content just sitting there with nothing and when i put that next to my normal life with all these things going on i'm running around doing all this stuff it's just like no wonder i have days that i'm struggling with feeling present and centered because i have all these things pulling me in different ways but when you're just sitting in the woods it's just beautiful. And you just feel like you don't have to do anything. It's like, I don't have to move. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes it's like it's hard to get up in the morning because you literally have to take steps every day to move forward. It's like, I have to get up and I have to start doing stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like, damn, like, I want to make it something that you want to be doing. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to be excited to wake up for this. And like, what would that look like? How can I make that my life? And I knew, like, I got it. You know, I don't know the answer to this, but I at least gotta try. I think nature is the best place to ask those questions without distractions and just seeing something that's so natural. And yeah, it comes down to simplifying, like just you know, taking away as opposed to trying to add to really boil down what like you, what you're made of, what you love, and yeah, simplifying is key. I think. It's the key. And I also wonder, going back to the self-love piece, like what would it be like going through your day if the voice in your head was constantly cheering you on, right? If you're feeling a little down, a little tired, a little low, and the voice in your head was like, no, like you got this. Come on. Like remember that article you wrote last week? That was great. Remember what you did yesterday? That was cool. Like you got this. You're, you're really awesome, man. Dude. That's it. I have a good, I have a feeling that's what yours sounds like. <laughs> Unfortunately, it doesn't. Maybe sometimes. It, sometimes there's there's a couple of times 
maybe like a couple times per week when I get in this kind of like super positive emotional state where I'm just like in the zone, like everywhere. And like, yeah, it does feel like that. And I can really tap into that, that self-love. And I think that's a huge part of what's, that's been a huge part of my personal growth over the past couple of years, because I definitely didn't used to have that. And these, this past year, really, I feel like I've come to terms with who I am and what I want to do and who I want to be. And I can look at myself in the most like non arrogant way and be like, okay, I actually like who I am. I like what I'm trying to do. Um, but it's crazy. Like, why is that so hard to do? Yeah. But, but to answer, to answer that one question is like, I have a couple times like that where everything's feeling I'm in the zone, it's flowing and I feel very positive, but I'm still trying to figure out how to get there more. Yeah. It's like, I heard this yoga instructor, um, at the beginning of coronavirus, uh, from Agora, Agora Hills in LA. Mm. He's like, just imagine the voices in your head is like a cheerleader in the stands. <laughs> Cheering you on. That's the, something to strive for. It's not yeah. easy, like you're saying, of course. But yeah, it's like we can make the decision to see that voice and like just try to change it. And yeah, it's not easy. And more often than not, it feels like it's that battle. But I think it just comes from, you know, at the end of the day, just trying to like let go of it let go of even the need to appease the voice just be like i'm just gonna sit with this and try to be fine with it but yeah do you try and change the voice or do you just ignore the voice i think why do you think the voice is there in the first place that is a great question (laughs) our consciousness is like why is there a voice that's telling us that we're doing the wrong thing if if we are then but it tells us it tells us we're doing the wrong thing when we're doing the right thing, right? Yeah. So when we're when we're doing the things that are moving us forward and we're overcoming resistance and we're facing our fears, that's when the voice is the loudest. It's like, you know, chirping at you with all of this self-doubt and stuff. But when you overcome that, it's the best time of your life. Yeah. And the voice like doesn't recognize that you just did all these good things, right? It's not like, "Oh, I was wrong." I'm sorry for telling you you couldn't do this. You did it, and now you're so happy. The little voice is just back again the it's next back time. Again. And yeah. you never hold it accountable. I know that was written, uh, that's in, it's either in The Untethered Soul or The Surrender Experiment by Michael Singer. Right. He talks about how if you were to keep, like if you were to tally what your mind tells you and how many times it's wrong, completely wrong about everything, like you would never trust it. Yeah. Like he, the example he gives is, your girlfriend doesn't text you back for an hour and the little voice in your head is like, Oh, it's because something terrible happened to her. She got in a car accident or it's, she doesn't like you anymore. She's talking to someone else, blah, 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 blah. And then she texts you like an hour and 30 minutes. She's like, Oh, so sorry. Like I got a flat tire. Like I couldn't reply or something. And then you don't call out your mind and be like, you were wrong. Right. You just forget about it. And then the next time it happens, it goes back to saying these things and it's, it's baseless. Yeah, absolutely. And it's just, it evaporates when something doesn't make sense. Yeah. It just, it just moves on because it brings you back to that present moment. And that's like the premise of the surrender experiment. It's like he has to quiet the voice. And the only way, so I guess for him, like the only way to was to surrender to it. And I guess that just comes from realizing that it's not making you progress in any way or just correlating with what, with reality. It's, it's based off of 
an illusion of like fear and what might happen. And Dude, worst person to have an argument with that little voice because you said when it's wrong, it's just it's just <laughs> out of there. <laughs> no, it's no like, responsibility, uh, no fault. Where the friendly ghost yeah. evaporates and nothing. And then also it has one of those little like amnesia tools from Men in Black. It just yeah. like zaps your memory and you don't remember that it was wrong. And you're on to the next thing. Yeah. Well, anyways, we're trying to focus on how to <laughs> how to flip the sc- how to flip the switch. Um, yeah, buddy, I don't know if there's a solution. I want to go back to one thing you said about when you're out in the forest and you said like nothing matters, but you said it in a positive way. It wasn't in a nihilistic way, but nothing matters that way you can do everything. And I've had the same thought before. It's like nothing matters in a good way. What do you, how do you interpret that? hundred percent. I think that's, you know, comes down to simplifying too. And it's like, I, like I was kind of saying, it just takes you out to the bigger perspective. If I'm just seeing like the natural world just working and, and it's like this is something that's just been going on for millions, billions of years, millions of billions and it's just something else to focus on, something that's like bigger than you and I think that like one of the most important things that I've just been hearing from like all the people that I really admire, Sean Stevenson back to him, like he says it's like the last like 20 years have been based off waking up in the morning and just saying how how will i serve today i'm gonna i'm gonna serve humanity something bigger than me and if that means you have to let go of your ego to realize that you are the man the woman you know like love yourself no matter what it's like it is bigger than you and yeah man it is a powerful book really awesome stuff and i that's what my perspective is definitely shifting to thinking about just more universal mission but it does come down to loving yourself before anything like you can't do anything without being in your own corner you can't help others you can't be the best friend that you can be the best husband wife son daughter without just you know coming to terms with who you are and loving yourself regardless that's been the biggest i'm glad you brought that up that's been the biggest switch for me in terms of self-love is when you wake up and you approach the day through a service-oriented mindset and you ask, who can I help today? Whose day can I positively influence, make their day a little bit better? I think that's the secret to having a positive voice because then that then that little inner voice in your head is looking for ways that you can help and then you, you do something great and then the voice congratulates you versus if you wake up and it's all about you, it's like, all right, where's my to-do list? How many boxes am I checking today? It's so different, right? Yeah. Wow, that's, I think that's it. That was the big shift for me in terms of starting the nonprofit, becoming a coach, writing, all of this. When it was just about me, like how many things am I going to do today? How hard am I going to work? I was super anxious and overwhelmed. But then I had that mindset shift of just looking at it more of like, how am I serving people? Like, what opportunity do I have to impact someone else's day? That's amazing. And then the voice got a lot better. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> That's it, man. We're solving problems That's live. It. Yeah, because it, it's like what he was saying. You wake up and it's like immediately you, you tell yourself the worst things about yourself. Like you look in the mirror and you're like, oh, I'm not looking good today. <laughs> <laughs> That's scary. Uh, I have a third nipple. <laughs> <laughs> How'd that get there? But if you like, if you... Yeah, just kind of get out of the individual mindset. How will I serve people? And when we ask ourselves a question, 
your brain automatically like tries to find the answer. It's gonna scan your whole history and memory bank and it's amazing. We are just afflicted by just so many just things all day long. Like our reality is just a compilation of so much that's out of our control and when you focus on these bigger things, how can I serve people? How can I just see joy in what I'm doing? Simplify it. Yeah, and a couple, uh, a couple of tools I want to leave people with, just things I came across this past week that kind of tie everything together that we've been talking about. One is the thing I do when I wake up in the morning. First thing I do is I just say thank you. Like no matter how I'm feeling, if it's early, if I overslept, if I'm feeling crappy, I just say thank you, thank you, thank you. Like just be excited that you woke up you know, that you're breathing, that you're there. And then the other thing I do, this was from a guy named Naval, and it's not Naval Ravikant. I'm forgetting his last name, but he wrote a whole book about it. The first thing he does when he wakes up is he goes into the bathroom and he looks himself in the mirror and he just says, I love you 10 times. He just says, I love you. I love you. I love you. And he smiles. And he said, like, he used to be clinically depressed. That changed his whole entire life. And so I've started doing that. Just I say thank you, and then I go look in the mirror, and I just say, I love you. I love you. Just work on that self-love. That's great. Like, honestly. And, you know, I'm sure, I don't know if it talks about it, but, like, really try to mean it. Yes. Like, whatever happens, like, past is past. We have no control over the future. Really mean, you know, love yourself. and Let yourself let go of anything that's holding you back. Like, a, a viewpoint of who you were and mistakes you made love yourself in that moment and realize that you know you are trying your best and this life is beautiful so life is beautiful we'll leave you with that life is beautiful love y'all love you guys (laughs)